All right, we're back with the Olympic Coaching Podcast today. We're talking a little bit about family today. This is a topic we, uh, we're getting more into the personal life, the lifestyle-related stuff. We've hit a number of nutrition topics recently. We've hit on training topics, and that's like the more sciencey stuff that really can get into the nitty-gritty of your personal journey of health and fitness. Uh, but a, a lot of times people don't take into account the social support aspect of it and how that can make or break your fitness journey. And so today we want to dive into family, like how to get your family behind your goals. And uh, this is a huge thing. Uh, this is something that actually comes up in our uh, nutrition lifestyle coaching all the time. You know, um, Exercise is something that you can kind of do on your own, but oftentimes you know, uh, nutrition is communal, right? And so uh, we want to dive into this today. So I'm here with Matt Donovan and we're excited to get into this. And- Family, uh, it's good to kind of put it into context, uh, like the, the the frame of it, of you know where where are we coming from, what what are the difficulties, uh, and what could be the benefits of having your family behind you. Um, it, but does it is it just limited to family, or can it be anyone? Yeah, I think it can be anyone. Um, I think. Uh, when you think about the family, I think the main reason we think about that first is that's who you live with a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe for different people, it's friends or roommates or um, whoever's around you. Whoever's going to help influence your lifestyle, nutrition, fitness, all those choices. Um, yeah, those people, that group of people. Yeah, like whoever's in your inner circle, whoever you live with, whoever you're with most often, they, they're the ones that influence your fitness lifestyle dis- decisions the most. Um, and so, like, okay, what kind of difficulties uh, come up there? What comes to mind with you, Matt? Yeah, I think one thing that sticks out is, um, you know, maybe you want to change. You're trying to eat healthier. You're trying to exercise more. But um, your family either doesn't want to change or doesn't really need to, doesn't see a desire of why they should do that. Um, and that can really just lead to some conflict, um, potentially, of, like, well, I'm trying to, like, better myself. I'm trying to strive to, you know eat better to, to exercise more but I'm not really getting this support from my family member I'm not um, yeah I just feel like I'm kind of left out to dry like on my own and I think that is one of the big difficulties of that dynamic with family yeah yeah for sure <laughs> this has happened with clients a lot in the past where it's like you, you call it the the spouse sabotage <laughs> you know like my spouse is sabotaging my fitness levels you know it's like it's happened numerous it could be guy or girl you know like it it happens both sides maybe you have you know the the spouse who is naturally thin who doesn't care about what they eat because they uh, don't really gain a pound, you know, but the other spouse is, is struggling, you know, and whatever the, the, the fit looking spouse, um, is eating, ends up being eaten by both. Right. Um, if it's in your house, someone's going to eat it. And right. so if it's tempting for one, it's going to be tempting for the other too. So, um, or you have one person who's like really, really wants to like be into exercise and, take care of themselves physically and everything. And the other is just like, ah, I'm good. I just, I'd rather not, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, who wants to just kind of chill, be on the couch, whatnot. Uh, when you have different, differing values, that becomes really tough. Yeah. I think 
yeah, you talked about the spouse sabotage. I think <laughs> like, um, like when they're, when you're really trying to make a lot of changes, one of the first things that a lot of people want to do is bring in all the healthy food into their house and then, you know, try to limit the, the unhealthy food that may be, you know, part of the problem, part mm-hmm. of the reason you're trying to make a change. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, if you have your spouse or a roommate that's always bringing that exact food in, it can be difficult to actually get started and like keep your momentum going to make progress. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's just like the the attitude of people in your inner circle, your household, like the peer pressure can be really tough. Like say like your group of friends that you go out with on a regular basis or on weekends or something like uh, say you're trying to cut back on some of the high calorie stuff, the 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 nachos or the heavy appetizers and or the drinks or something like that and uh, but your friends are just pressuring you like oh, come on, you know, just one, you know, and one turns into more and more, and then it's like you've lost control. Um, or the attitude around you is generally negative. Like, it, it can come off as, like, direct negative comments or, like, the sarcastic jokes, like, oh, you're still on a diet, huh, you know? Or, uh, wow, your program's really intense. Like, wow, you're pretty gung-ho. Like, whoa, you're too serious, bro, or something like that. <laughs> Uh, the attitude can be something that's like these little, little, uh, like little jabs that hit you one at a time. And eventually it can really just kind of discourage you enough that you get to give up on it altogether. Right. And I mean, to go along with that, when you're trying to re like prioritize things in your life, you can feel like you're almost abandoning your friends or family in certain ways. Mm-hmm. And so you combine like feeling like you're abandoning them combined with like all the little jabs that they may like not intentionally throw your way, but will, uh, will come sometimes it can be tough to want to continue to make change. It can just be easier a lot of times to just go back to the way things were, you know, how that was. And, um, yeah, on days that the attitude is really strong against you can feel a lot easier to just go back to that. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I mean, that, that shows a little bit of the picture of like how, if you don't have that social support around you, that family or inner circle or friend group around you that's supporting you in some way, uh, that makes it really tough because it's, it makes the psychological motivation that much harder. You mm-hmm. have more barriers. And so like you might have the best workout plan or the best personal trainer. You might have the best gym you're going to, you might have everything figured out what you need to do nutritionally. But if you don't have the people around you, the community around you to, to support you, to, hold you accountable in some way or do it with you, um, then it makes it way harder. But uh, what about like what on the flip side, like why should they be behind you? What could be the benefits? What, how could it help you? Yeah, I think uh, like you mentioned accountability. Um, so just having somebody that's there not to like criticize your every move or everything you eat because that's, that's definitely not going to be helpful. Yeah. Um, don't be that person. Like, um, <laughs> nobody wants to see that, but, um, yeah, just being able to like celebrate the victories with someone, um, being able to just like understand where they're coming from, maybe the difficulties of like the changes they're trying to make because change is difficult, whether it's in nutrition or exercise or just any part of life, it's, it's difficult, um, and challenging. So just having somebody there that can listen, that can help keep you accountable, um, make sure that, you know, you're still just taking small steps can be super helpful. Um, yeah, I know you've coached a lot of people that, like you mentioned, that have had, you know, some of these things come up. So, um, yeah, what are some of those things that, some of those reasons people should 
want um, a support system behind them. Man, it just makes the changes easier. It makes them happen that much faster. So um, something that I'll do sometimes with clients is uh, a kitchen makeover. And so you, you literally will like walk into the kitchen and you'll identify like green, yellow, and red light foods. And so a green light food would be like, this is something I want to have around at all times. I'm pretty sure that this is going to help me move towards my goals of who I want to be physically, emotionally, mentally. Like this is what is great to have around. It's going to be good for my health. Yellow light would be something that's like, uh, this is okay to have sometimes, but it shouldn't be like a staple. You know, I shouldn't have a lot of it. Um, and then red light is like, well, this needs to be out of reach or not in my kitchen at all because um, it's a temptation food. It doesn't help me move towards my goals at all. It doesn't. It's not good for my health in some way. And so it, if every family member is on board with that, then it's easy. Like, yeah, let's just clear it out. Let's give it away. Let's throw it away, whatever needs to be done with it. Um, and then uh, and then the change is made. You're not going out and buying any new things. You know, and then right. whenever you go to the grocery store, you know everyone's on board. Yeah, yeah, this is what we're having. Uh, we're choosing to have better options in our home and everything. So that's like nutritionally what happens there. But then uh, it becomes a family coaching process. It's like I'm not just coaching an individual anymore. It's like whatever I'm passing on to maybe the person who's working with us is sharing it with their family members. And you start creating this culture of health in your family. Like everybody starts moving more. Everybody starts eating better. Everybody's noticing some physical, emotional um, changes and they're feeling more energy. They're feeling greater um, about their health and everything. And so it creates this culture that really can affect the next generation. And I've even seen it affect the older generation as well. Like, especially like if your grandparents live with you or you're taking care of your grandparents, if you start cleaning up, uh, your lifestyle, then that affects your care that you're giving to an older dependent uh, mm-hmm. parent, you know? Um, and then your kids, like if they see you doing that, they, you're instilling those values within them. And so it becomes this multi-generational thing, uh, which is huge. And then, uh, and then you, then it's just like the sky's the limit with what you can do as a family to like make it fun, you know, or, um, you can make it competitive, you know, like if you have a gym community or some kind of, uh, fitness community that you're a part of, then uh, you're supporting each other. That's why there's so many different like clubs, like a running club or a rowing club or gym clubs. You know, this it helps that support happen, so it's easier to make those long-term decisions. You know, right? Yeah, I think um, I think having that family culture of health is something that's so cool um, and something that I've got to see with your family a lot, and so. I'm um, going to see like your kids and um, and your wife just like value health um, like you do. It really like you all can help each other um, be healthy, like not just nutritionally, not just with exercise, but emotionally and spiritually and everything. You can be healthy because you're all you're all in together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that is really cool. Something that um, people shouldn't overlook. It's definitely really valuable. Um, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. We we really try to to do it with our kids, you know, our kids eat what we eat. So right. whenever we're valuing it, our kids are just right along with it. And uh, so if, for example, if we're not having a lot of sweets, then our kids aren't having a lot of sweets and, and that helps with their flavor profile. <laughs> and so their taste buds are like more inclined to like vegetables. And so like 
they don't complain about eating vegetables because we don't have that many sweets. And of course, whenever they get sweets, they're pumped about it, you know, <laughs> uh, any kid is. But, you know, like we, we try to make those more of a treat rather than a regular thing. And um, we really try to live this active lifestyle. And like we even have like a little bit of equipment at home or we take our kids to the gym with us. They see us work out. And so I literally caught my son the other day, like trying to do an ab roller and it was hilarious. You know, of course he's like, he's three, he can't do it, you know, but he was, he was trying. <laughs> and so it's just fun to see how, like, if you value your health, it, get, it gets passed on. But, um, and then if you're interacting with other families, like it, you get to sort of pay it forward, you know, mm-hmm. as other people see how you're valuing it and having success at it, they see that it's possible because if you talk to most parents, of course they want to live a healthier life. They just don't know how to make it work, you know, and that's part of why we step in to help people understand that it's possible one step at a time. But that that's just, just all goes into like why it's important to have that inner circle behind you, that family behind you. Um, it's just huge for your motivation to stick with it and actually make it a lifestyle change rather than just a short phase. Absolutely. Yeah. So you mentioned like having that first step to getting people all in. So when you're coaching people, um, what would you say is like, if someone's family is kind of borderline, they're not necessarily like all in on this change yet. Um, what is something you would help a client, um, just know and understand that, um, could help their family be more on board going forward? Well, usually a big thing that I'll, I'll do with clients is kind of understanding your why, like, why are you doing this? And so I'll even ask like multiple questions to get to the deeper motivations of that. Like, okay, why do you want this coaching? Okay, you want to lose weight. Why is that important to you? Okay, then you get another level. It's like, okay, and if if you achieve that, then what is that going to get you? You know, and so you kind of ask this, um, we get to the deepest heart of motivation because that's not just for me, that's also for that individual, that client to be like, oh, wow, this is why I'm doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Because if you really understand why you're doing it, then you'll have a little bit uh, deeper intrinsic motivation to be able to do that. Um, but really inviting everyone that we work with to include whoever is in the inner circle of their family with what they're learning. So it's like, it's not like I'm trying to get, you know, maybe it's a family of four. It's not like I'm trying to get four clients, you know? There's plenty of clients that can always come along. There's plenty of people around the world who could use some coaching. So it's like, I love if you share this with your family, share all these principles, share the whole thing, you know, mm-hmm. um, because that that benefits the client, but also it, it includes the whole family and they can kind of come alongside you over time as you're developing your uh, motivation, your conviction to kind of to apply your habits, your, the things that you want to do. If you're telling it out loud to other people around you, then it gives them more opportunities to support you, to see the process that's going on where um, if you keep that all inside and this is just a private process, then, um, it's a lot harder. And so I really encourage people to like, just share it, um, and not expect everyone around them to completely buy in right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like a one step at a time, like share little nuggets and like some families are more supportive than others. And so kind of, but it starts with that. Why? You know, understanding your why and communicating that to others really gives them an opportunity to be like, well, this isn't just a phase. Like, you really want significant change. Like, I want to support you in that. Right. I think a lot of a lot of people, somewhere in their why, whether it's, you know, that first level or further down the line, 
it'd be because they want to be healthier for their family. They either want to be more active with their kids or they want to be, be there for the long run, mm -hmm. um, something like that. And so, um, yeah, your family member is going to have compassion, um, for that because they're part of that. They're, they're part of the why, mm -hmm. um, probably. And so, um, yeah, that can be a big help to get somebody on board. Yeah, 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 for, for sure. Um, man, I even think about how it impacted me. Like my, like for example, my father. He was very physically active, and as um, a young kid, I was I got to see him do that, and I saw it as part of his routine. And it became this thing. It's like, yeah, I wanted to do anything with that, you know. And then when I got the chance to finally go with him, I was like, yeah, I'm going with dad to the gym. You know, it's like, I finally made it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and so it's like this, it kind of makes physical activity this, this norm, you know, um, and valuing what we have in the home for, for food and becomes a norm is everyone is participating in the food preparation process. That's another little thing. It's like, you don't just prepare your own food. Like you invite everybody to prepare it together. This is a team effort, you know, mm -hmm. um, for spouses where one spouse is, is doing most of the food preparation, you know, ask for help. Um, and if it's a no, it's a no, you know, but you, you extend that invitation, um, say, Hey, I'm trying some new things. You want to help me with this? And, um, and so that, that invites, uh, that's great for the spousal relationship because you're doing things together. Uh, but also gives your spouse just a chance to support you and come alongside you and do it with you and even learn some of the things you're learning and build in some of that motivation to do it with you. And so it just becomes a journey together. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I think also one of the things that can be super helpful to get someone involved is, um, just helping them to understand, like you said, just gradually giving nuggets. Like it's not like this complete overhaul overnight. Like, yeah. And like your body's not going to change that way, um, and neither are your habits, right? Mm -hmm. And so, just explaining that to them that hey, not everything in our life is going to change like this week because mm -hmm. I started getting coaching, um, but just like slowly, like okay, I'm going to try to eat more vegetables or more protein or or whatever it is, um, and so they can be more a lot more on board with okay, maybe we're going to eat more vegetables than everything changing. Um, really quickly um, can be a lot easier um, just to accept something like that so. yeah yeah for sure and depending on what the challenge is you know just to, maybe you have to get creative to do things to help get them on board like for example if I'm like this crazy fit person I love to do tons of exercise but my spouse doesn't like to do anything it's like find something they do enjoy maybe uh, like I've had several clients where they love the gym stuff but their spouse or friend or uh, their roommate just does not want to set foot in a gym, you know? So what do they enjoy? Well, let's go for hikes or let's go for a run or, you know, what can you share together? You mm -hmm. know, what can you do sometimes together, support each other with and so encourage them to pursue that um, and do that together sometimes. Like finding that, you know, creative way to support each other in, in the common direction it really helps bring you together and actually brings you closer together in relationships. Right. Absolutely. So this is cool. I mean, it's, it's kind of, it, it's, it's a big topic that goes uh, untalked about how you need that social support system. We know whether it's in your family, your inner circle, 
uh, even within your sport team, you know, if you're even talking professional sports, you know, if you, the other athletes around you don't care, then it makes it harder, you know? Um, and so whatever your support system around you is like finding a way to express your why. And so you can get them behind you and do things together, um, getting creative with that and just being, you know, involving people in the process instead of just dropping a bomb on them, you know, mm -hmm. involving them in the process gets more and more opportunity to build that circle of people around you who can really support you. So good stuff. Um, man, more family talk. So we, we want to talk about more topics like this. We want to talk about stuff that really meets you where you're at and we want to do stuff that's relevant to everyone who's listening. And so, um, if you like what we're talking about, give us a rating on um, Apple Podcasts or on YouTube. Um, like, subscribe, and give us some feedback. We want to hear your comments. We want to hear what you want to hear about, topics you want us to talk about, um, even feedback on, you know, like, Caleb, quit being so scientific, you know, something like that. Uh, <laughs> we want to hear your feedback so we can improve this and make this something that's really going to add value to you. So thanks for tuning in today. We'll catch you guys on the next one.